Hello and welcome to this week's Game Changer podcast, coming to you all the way from London, England. My name is Michelle Dutro. I am your host and so happy to be with you. In fact, as soon as I'm done recording, I'm packing up, heading to the airport and finally going home. Hopefully my dog Quinn still remembers who I am. So that said, since I don't have a whole lot of time here with you today, I wanted to jump on top of today's biggest point, my biggest takeaway from being at this conference that I had the opportunity to speak at while I was here in London. In fact, it's the reason that I'm in London to begin with. Now, here's what's interesting. I love playing the role of the observer. In all things in life, it is so fascinating if we can just take a moment, step out of ourselves and watch everything that's going on around us to include ourselves to include the way we're reacting and interacting with others in any given moment. The more you have the ability to do that in real time, I will tell you from that space, you really have the opportunity to make significant change and decide in the moment exactly how you want to show up. Now that leads me to what today's topic is, which is all around this concept of what truly is your intention, your spiritual vision, if you will, on how you're going to show up, not just in the easy times, but maybe times that are more challenging. And by challenging, I really want to break that down even more, not challenging, like it's a difficult decision or a hard times or financially challenging. I mean, spiritually challenging, meaning that in any given moment, you have to make a choice between what you want and what is in the betterment of someone else especially if you feel in that moment, it's going to come at your own expense. Now, before I jump into this conference, I want to tell you, I had a flashback while I was there of an event that I went to probably seven or eight years ago. And this was a fire puja ceremony. Now this is typically held in Hindu culture. And I love going to different things, seeing different belief systems and the way people carry out their rituals and, and how they honor different facets of the whole of their life. So this is why I went this particular ceremony was held to clear the karma of the people that had passed anywhere during this calendar year, this particular year. So you were supposed to show up with a photo of the loved one who had passed away. And the intention is that when you pass this very important high priest and he does this blessing over this person's photo, it's meant to help clear the karma of whatever went on negatively with this person over the year. So that they don't carry that much negative karma with them into the next lifetime. Anyway, this event is not held in English. So I have earphones on and this whole thing is being translated. It's a rather long ceremony, about two hours. Great points, great points on mindfulness, how we can show up in the right way in this lifetime so that we aren't having to clear out a whole bunch of negative karma, things that make sense. Now, the whole audience, a couple hundred people are very captivated by what this man is saying. He's come from far away, Thailand, India. I can't really remember where, but he traveled a very long way specifically for this particular ceremony. At the end of this, Obviously, people are starting to rumble around and shuffle around a little bit. They realize what's coming. I have no idea. But at the end of this, he makes the announcement to now come up front and the procession shall begin. I am not kidding you. In the blink of an eye, I've never seen such chaos. Chairs flying, people being thrown to the ground. I was knocked in the air 10 feet. 
all in the effort for everybody to get up front in lightning speed to be able to go through this blessing procession. Now let's take a second and think about this. First of all, we're in a temple of worship. We just spent two hours hearing about mindfulness, showing up in the right way in life, showing up in service of others. And all of a sudden, this thing turns out to like some WWF knockdown drag out that all bets are off, baby. I'm going to be the first one up front, no matter who I stampede over the top of. And let's break this down even further. This guy came all the way in from, I don't know, probably flew 20 hours to get here. Does anybody really think he's going to look at his watch and suddenly announce midstream? Hey, I've got lunch plans. Sorry, folks. I got to get out of here. No, it's not happening. And everybody who's there is carrying a photo of a dead person. They're already dead. What's the rush? They're not going anywhere. Like none of it made any sense to me. It was absolutely crazy. Now here's what's also crazy. A few shades of this week at this event were a bit of a reminder of that for me. And here's how I mean that. If you were to look at the agenda, you would see that they had back-to-back sessions, 9 to 10, 10 to 11, 11 to 12. Now, that might not be so bad, albeit there was no plan for a bathroom break. That's bad enough. But what the problem was, was all of these sessions were breakout sessions that were happening in different parts of the building. So not only was there no time allotment to get from point A to point B, But as soon as someone's done speaking in another room, someone else is starting. So now you're going to have people walking in late as the person's talking. They've got to figure out what room they want to go to the whole thing. And you see this in events every now and again, where maybe somebody's new to event planning, doesn't think through, we've got to have five to 10 minutes in between each session so that people can go to the bathroom, make a quick call, figure out where they want to go, et cetera. That's not exactly how this one went down. So I can see the writing on the wall. This, especially as the day progresses, is probably going to continue to get backed up. People's time is going to get infringed upon. And as the role of the observer, I love watching how this stuff plays out. Further, here's how this thing starts. First thing in the morning, you've got six people up on stage and the MC stands up and says, we're now getting ready to hear from these six people who will each speak for about 10 to 15 minutes and then we'll have a Q&A session. And there's one hour for this particular session. Now, listen, I didn't graduate from MIT, but I'm good enough at math to know that if you've got six people on stage, each talking for 10 to 15 minutes, and you have one hour set aside for this, that's a recipe for disaster. To make it even more fascinating, imagine if the topic is on mindfulness. Now, what happens when you get to the third or fourth person as they look at their watch and see how much time is left in the hour and see that there's still a couple people left on stage. You see, it's these moments that truly define us. I can either walk up to that microphone and take my fully allotted time because I've got my 15 minute Ted talk presentation all wrapped up with a little bow that I've been practicing and rehearsing for weeks or months now, or I can realize if I do that, the next couple of people after me, either are not going to get to speak or are going to only have a few minutes. So what do you do? Do you make that time for yourself and say, Hey, I didn't make out the schedule. Not my fault. I'm doing what I'm here to do. And I'm looking out for number one. I'm looking out for me. Or are you going to say, huh, even though everybody else got a full 15 minutes and there's three of us left with a total of 15 minutes left in the hour, 
I better take only five so that each of these at least get five minutes as well. These are the moments that define our character. These are the moments that truly define what our walk, our path, our intention is here in this lifetime. How am I going to show up for others, especially when it means that there's something of me that I'm going to feel like I have to compromise in order to be in service of you. See, it's very good and very easy to be in service of another when there's no cost to us. It's very easy to show up as the right person at Disneyland or when everything is going your way. But what happens when things maybe aren't going your way or you've got to take a back seat in order to put somebody else up in front? These moments, I'm telling you, I love. Now, one other thing happened that day. Some gal, another speaker later on in the day came up to me and made a comment about what a bad situation this was. And I thought, well, there's another interesting perspective because you see a situation can't be bad. A situation can't be good. A situation is merely a situation. What we choose to make of it is what's going to be good or bad for every participant. That's absolutely a true statement. But that choice is ours. So my challenge, my question for you for today, for the rest of the week, is play the role of the observer in your own life. Pay attention in the moments of challenge when you're under stress when things maybe aren't going your way, how do you show up for others in those moments? How do you show up for others when it may put you on the line that you may not get everything that you want? Because here's the truth of it. That talk on mindfulness for any person that was up on that stage that took the full 15 minutes when you do the math and realize if you do that, other people are not going to get to speak during that hour. That's not the definition of being mindful. In fact, that is the definition of greed. That's the definition of selfishness. So the irony of all ironies to be talking about mindfulness and then show up greedy and self-serving was really fascinating beyond measure. Now, listen, I'm not slamming this conference by any stretch. It was a fantastic conference. I'm merely saying in all times in our life, we must be observant of how we're showing up and really walking our truth of what we say our spiritual vision is at all times. So in closing, I did want to give a quick shout out. I was checking mail to tell you who the pet of the week was. And as I did check mail, I saw that I received an email from a gentleman in Melbourne, Australia. Am I saying that right? Is it Melbourne, Australia? Well, I'm sure I didn't pronounce that quite right. Sorry for my Australian friends if I said that in incorrectly. He is a life coach as well and has a website called idaretobeme.com. I will put a link on it, so I'm paying it forward, Richard. Anyway, he shot over an email saying that on his website, he recommended this podcast and my blog as one to follow. I greatly appreciate that. So thank you so much. And shout out for those of you there who can grab lunch with them or a conversation on Skype. I've checked him out. Absolutely like-minded. Seems like a really great guy worth uh, clicking on the link below to see what he's about, especially if you happen to be in Australia. 
With that, as you know, we close with the pet of the week. This week's pet is Cynthia. If you have a chance to check out this photo, this is a little chihuahua mix. She is so cute. Here's the cute thing. She's all white, has black, like a black mask, like a raccoon, and then polka dotted ears. Honestly, the cutest thing you've seen. You may not be in Orange County, and you may not be able to adopt Cynthia. The point is to get you to think we all have the opportunity to make a difference in a person's life, in a pet's life, in the lives of people that we don't even know. Every single day, that opportunity is out there for us. When you're faced with a situation and you have to choose between putting yourself first or putting the betterment of someone else before you, choose wisely. That's why we're all here. I appreciate you listening and taking the time to share these minutes. I know that they're very precious and very few. And the fact that you're here with me means absolutely the world to me. You can always follow everything under the name Inner North Star over on Snapchat, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Thanks so much. I respond to all of those. I appreciate you guys reaching out to me. It's been a lot of fun over the last couple of weeks. I look forward to continuing this journey with you with the deepest gratitude, truly. Thank you so much for listening to the Game Changer Podcast.